Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. Hello, everybody. John B. with GangreenNation.com here, and this is the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the show, iTunes, Audio Boom, and give it good ratings if you like what you hear. Uh, for eight teams, the NFL season continues this weekend. However, for the, all the rest, the season is over. The Jets are among the rest. Um, they are looking to the offseason, uh, free agency, and the draft to try and improve their roster. Um, the big news, uh, as far as the draft goes on Monday, is North Carolina quarterback Mitch Trubisky announced that he will enter the NFL draft Uh Trubisky kind of came from out of nowhere. He was totally off the radar at the start of the season and it had a meteoric rise in terms of his draft stock. He's now expected to go quite high. Um, in fact, it's not even clear he'll make it to the Jets with the sixth pick. He could go higher. He's, he is expected to be picked at the top of the first round, and there's no guarantee he will be off the board by the time the Jets pick. So there's lots of speculation. There have been some stories that the Jets may like him, Apparently, a lot of teams like him. So, you know, a question that, that may the Jets may find themselves asking, uh, whether it's Trubisky or, or somebody else, is whether they're going to invest in a quarterback with the sixth overall pick. Um, I, I don't think you can ever say that you definitely should take a, take a quarterback. But I think with the Jets, you cannot take the option off the table, whether it's Trubisky, whether it's somebody else. Um the Jets do have two younger quarterbacks on their roster in Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg. So I've heard some arguments that maybe they should uh, look in a different direction. Maybe they should not draft a quarterback because they have these two young guys. Um, I disagree with that thought process. My feeling is that until you, until you know you have a quarterback, you have to keep looking for a quarterback. Now there are two kind of schools of thought, two arguments I hear frequently that uh, the Jets should not take a quarterback. And the first is that they, the idea that they would be admitting that they made a mistake in drafting Christian Hackenberg in the second round last year. Well, they're not admitting that they're making a mistake. They're admitting that drafting quarterbacks and developing quarterbacks is a very inexact science. So they want to have as many chances to get it right as possible. They want to bring as many guys in as they can. Um, you know, one of the things I find funny is that you, you, know, you draft a wide receiver early. He usually doesn't see the field until he proves that he's the he's the guy who deserves it. You, you know, he's not necessarily locked into being your starter if he if you have guys who are better. Um, you know, and you, you're having one you know having a receiver is not going to preclude you from drafting another one, and that goes with any other position, whether it's offensive line, whether it's you know, the secondary. Guys have to earn their spot on the field. And the thing I find very bizarre about the way NFL teams and a lot of fans think is everybody is expected to earn their spot except for the guy who plays the most important position on the field. And the the perspective a lot of teams have is they just hand everything to that guy on a silver platter. It's like it's wrong to ask a young quarterback to actually earn his spot on the field. 
It, it's just strange to me because if you think about it, if a guy's not good enough to earn a starting job, is he really going to go out there and pl- would he really go out there and play well? If he doesn't play well enough in practice to show that he belongs on the field, how the heck is he going to go out and beat the opponent? And there's this idea that, well, if you're bringing in another guy, it shows that you don't have confidence in him, so his confidence will waver. Well, playing the quarterback position requires you to overcome adversity. So if you can't deal with the idea of a little camp competition, how are you going to succeed playing against professional defenses? It just It's one of those things that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, I, and I don't think, you know, yeah, you'll get criticized. People will say you can't, you, you're admitting you made a mistake. You'll hear a lot of that in the media. Well, if you judge your draft, if you base your draft strategy on what the media says, you don't have any business running a team in the NFL. I mean, that's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous way to, to run a team. Second argument I always hear is you have to see what you have in a certain player. Again, I, I don't understand that argument. You, you, first of all, when you're running an NFL team, you frequently do not have a luxury to play out. You don't have a luxury of throwing, potentially throwing away a season just to see what you have in a player. Again, guys have to earn their spot on the field. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody has any problem when an offensive lineman has to earn his spot, has to earn a starting job. I don't understand why the quarterback needs to be handed everything on a silver platter. Bring, you know, if you bring an extra guy in, you have a competition. May the best guy win. That uh, seems like a simple concept to me, and it. it it's a simple concept up and down rosters, except for the quarterback position for some reason. It's one of those things. That's the position where a guy should absolutely have to earn his spot. That's the most important spot on the field. Yeah, it's the one where it seems frequently like there's the least accountability. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about Trubisky um, in, uh, specifically. It, it needs an interesting prospect because typically you don't get guys who are this inexperienced when it comes to playing in games um the jets actually drafted a guy who fit a similar profile fairly recently in mark sanchez back in 2009 and there were some good moments with sanchez but ultimately that pick did not work out for this team and in some ways it kind of feels like they never really recovered from that pick not working out uh general manager mike tannenbaum ultimately paid with his job it wasn't all sanchez but if he had hit on Sanchez, he still might be the general man- manager of this team. That's how important a, you know taking a quarterback early can be. It can change the course of a roster. Um, one of the things that's interesting, though, is you know you look at people who study quarterbacks, and there are not a lot of traits that they have in common. But one of the one of the things that they do have in common is. With very, with very few exceptions, the guys who are successful have a lot of experience playing in college. And even if it's a guy like Cam Newton or Aaron Rodgers who maybe only play one year at a major college, they actually they also have experience playing in junior college. It's not necessarily that you need to play against a very high level of competition, but just game experience helps you. And I think Trubisky, when I watch him, and I'm not... You know, I'm still closer to the beginning than I am the end of kind of looking at some of the college prospects that are going to be in the draft this year. Trubisky's a guy who you can see the talent pop off the page. You, you like his delivery, very crisp, compact delivery. And he, I mean, he makes plays that kind of pop off, pop off the screen. But there are also moments where maybe his mechanics kind of fall apart. 
Um, he makes some poor decisions. Uh, there's a there's a lot of inconsistency there that I think you can trace back to his inexperience, and it reminds me a bit of Sanchez because that was that was kind of my take with Sanchez because there was one play you know you'd watch him at USC there'd be one play or one sequence where he'd look great but then others where he wouldn't and really the only way to kind of get through that is and learn how to play is to play in games and it's much easier to do that on the college level when you're going up against guys who are similar in age to you than in on the pro level when you're going up against the best athletes in the world in much more complicated schemes it's you know it's tricky to do you, you want to know long division before you learn algebra you know that's uh, that's kind of the analogy i would use there and you look at a guy like trubisky uh and it's something i always thought about with a guy with like sanchez where I think he's a guy who absolutely, his for his development, probably would have been better served returning to North Carolina for another year. Just I think Sanchez would have been better off returning to USC for uh, another season instead of entering the draft in 2009. Now, there's more to it than w- what will maximize a guy's uh, career potential. You also have to consider the amount of money Trubisky's going to make when right now there's a very high po- probability that he's going to be taken high you go back for another year it doesn't always work out sometimes you lose millions and millions of dollars you think back uh, Matt Barkley a guy who took over for Sanchez at USC if he had come out um, after his junior year 2012 there's a chance he may have been the third pick in the draft behind Andrew Luck and RG3 he instead he went back to school he fell out of day one he fell out of day two of the draft he lost tens of millions of dollars even a less extreme case, uh, a guy who came at U- a guy at USC before Sanchez, Matt Leinart. If he'd come out in 2004, after the 2004 season, probably would have been drafted number one overall over Alex Smith in 2005. Uh, he came, went back to school, and he, he still was drafted high in the first round. But he, you know, he lost tens of millions of dollars because he fell, he fell, you know, he fell down to Arizona. So you, you never know. There's always a risk. But, so I, I think financially, he, he may have made the right move. Career-wise, I'm not so sure. It's difficult to say. It's obviously impossible to say because you don't. This is not like a science experiment where we can actually know what would have happened to Sanchez if he had returned to USC for another year. We don't have two two examples. We don't have you know a control group and then an experimental group here. Uh, you know, we, we can't watch two two different Sanchez's side by side, and we can't watch two different Trubisky's side by side. So we'll never know for sure. But one of the things that does stick out is the guys who are successful in the NFL tend to be guys who play a lot in college because they they learn. You know, they kind they kind of learn. They they get muscle memory ingrained. They learn how to uh, you know read read certain coverages. You just get more experience. You get more comfortable with the basic stuff, and then you can move on to the more advanced stuff in the NFL. So I think that's going to be kind of a uh, learn. There's going to be a learning curve for Trubisky as a result. But and this this situation kind of makes me wonder why the NFL doesn't have a developmental league. And it's one of the strangest things because almost everybody agrees the NFL should have some sort of developmental league, but they don't. Now, I don't know how you'd structure it. Maybe you do something like a minor league football, the way you know baseball and hockey do, where you have, you know, you have a farm team, or you could do something something along the lines of what the NBA does. The NBA has a summer league, and what they do is they kind of have you know, young players, you know, the rookies that get drafted, 
you have tryout players, maybe a veteran returning from an injury, a guy who's kind of down on your bench, and they those guys go out and they have a summer league. And the strange thing is, the NFL actually could do something similar, whether it you know be in the late spring or early summer. They could have their own league because after the NFL draft, these teams bring rookies in for rookie minicamp. But it's not just the guys they draft, and it's not just the guys that. Uh, they sign as undrafted free agents. They also bring in a bunch of tens of rookies to just try out for the team. And, st- and they, they, do, they have this short mini camp where the players don't really have much of a chance to show what they can do. And they almost, these teams, they almost bring in a full roster worth of players to try out. And you, you, know, you add in the other rookies, the, the undrafted free agents, the guys they draft, maybe a young guy, you know, uh, Maybe you know if the, if there was such a league in the NFL this year, this would be a perfect. You know, if there was such a developmental league in the off season, in the spring or the summer, a guy like Devin Smith would be a perfect uh, candidate to play in that. You know, guy entering his third year, young guy, but a guy who needs reps. So I, I look at a guy. Now I'm not sure a guy who drafted in the first round necessarily would be somebody you'd send to this league. Maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't though, because you might be afraid with all the money he, that's going to be invested in him, since he is going to be a high first round pick that. You might not want to get him hurt, but other guys, you know, maybe you would send him out there just to get him some reps, get him some experience, because game experience really matters, and it can be quite helpful to uh, young prospects, obviously at the quarterback position, but also other spots. And it also would give teams a better chance to assess some of these tryout players they bring in instead of just a couple drills trying to figure out whether a guy can actually contribute. It just seems like a real win-win. It's bizarre the NFL hasn't done it yet. So that's those are some a few thoughts I had on the Trubisky situation, the quarterback situation in general, and just how players should be developed, particularly inexperienced ones, uh, you know, guys who play quarterback. So that'll do it for our show. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Locked On Jets podcast. I'm John B. with GangreenNation.com. Until next time, I hope you have a great day. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.